Welcome to the Worship Leader Hangout Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Davin is here on the podcast, everybody. Yes, sir. I'm so glad you're back. I've missed you, and he's eating right now because he's so hungry. Mm-hmm. So hungry. Just got home, just rushed to get this podcast set up, and he's hungry. So we're going to allow him to chew for a second. Thank you. <laughs> okay, okay. Thank you guys for being here for real for another podcast. We have a thrilling show in, uh, in line for you with so much on the board. Honestly, we have nothing for you. No, I'm kidding. But uh, I want to ask Damon a question. Damon, do you remember the first time you ever led worship? Yeah, I do. <clears throat> we started our jobs around the same time, at least not where you're currently at. But <clears throat> No, well, no. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Because <laughs> I was only but, at the other place two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we started leading worship around the same time. So, yeah, I remember, man. Because it's also around the same time we started YouTube. I was talking to that about Brooke this morning. So um, you didn't start, like, really leading worship until we start, like, you started at your church in California? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, was, that would almost be, like, 10 years ago in March. Yeah, no, I mean, right, right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I remember it. Um <laughs> it was from my audition. Okay. That was the first time I led worship. And uh Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If somebody's listening to this right now and they're like, Oh, okay, yeah, the first time did and you know, first job, okay, wait, that's kinda strange. For your audition and you still got For you know, that's audition. that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. That's that's cool though. So I sent in all my my uh auditions to the church Mm-hmm. Of me playing the piano or me playing with groups, yeah. you know, I had some with larger churches at the time, or, or you know, fairly large churches anyway, um, of me mm-hmm. playing with d- different groups. So I sent those in and they were just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw those. Those are cool. Clearly, you're a talented musician. Mm-hmm. So we just need you to lead worship on Sunday when you show up. And um, they didn't know I never sung before. <laughs> and when I say never Never is not an exaggeration. I had never sung before. You warmed up on the way to church that day for the first time. <laughs> so, man, I, I, That's and you crazy. know, that was when I really came out of the gospel background. And mm-hmm. so, so you, you went tie tripping on them. Oh, I went, uh, well, I was <laughs> trying to talk my way through that, to, throughout the whole set, thinking, come on, that'll work. And put uh, your hands together. Dude, the pastor calls me in his office after it's done, and he was like, what in the world was that? <laughs> and, and so they were like, man, we just assume. Mm-hmm. He said, we assumed because you were black, you could sing. Mm-hmm. That's what he told me. Anyway, they did hire me because I was talented enough on the piano, and I think I did a great job there. But that was Good. my first time leading worship, yeah, for my audition for my first job. That's hilarious. Yours? What? What's yours, man? That's like, that's like saying, yeah, the first time I ever built an engine was my, uh, my interview for engine building, <laughs> um, at Ford. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the that's first it. time I led worship, uh, I was in, I was in high school because I didn't start playing the guitar until ninth grade i taught myself starting christmas ninth grade year and then started taking my guitar to school and stuff so i you know i tried to get some and i didn't like process all this then 
But looking back now, like it was cool because I was able to start playing in front of people or, you know, trying to impress the girls and this and that. And mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to eventually play in church because I was already playing saxophone in our little church orchestra, stuff like that. And um, I started singing and we talked about this before on a distant podcast about like our the hardest songs we ever had to learn. And one of the hardest songs I've ever had to learn is on that podcast. Go check that out. So I had to lead that song. Um, and I'll just tell you here. It was Trading My Sorrows. You remember that song? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And the reason why it was the hardest song is because I couldn't sing it and play it at the same time. So that that time of leading worship was like kind of a breakthrough moment for me because I did. That was when I was eventually able to do that. And so I led that song and I led some others. I don't even remember what the, what the other songs were, but uh, I was asked to to lead worship for a kid's time of worship on a Sunday morning, but in kids' church. But it was in our gym, mm-hmm. so it was really strange. I still have dreams about this. It was in our, <laughs> it was in our gym at the church, and we were just on one random corner, looking out toward like that side of the basketball court. And the kids were out there, you know, and it was just like I had this microphone and a couple speakers set up, and um, and that was it. And I led the kids, and I had a great time leading them because they, they had a lot of energy. And I had a lot of energy, you know, then especially. I was probably in 10th or 11th grade. I don't remember, 10th grade probably. And it was just a lot of fun. And I remember uh, I'm pretty sure – I'm pretty sure this was a Sunday that one of my best friends at the time, he was there. Pretty sure. Maybe I imagined it, but I'm going to go with he was there. Because Mm -hmm. I remember him saying after that, him saying, you have a way with strings. Like, you're good at playing strings, basically, is what he's saying. Like, guitar, bass, or whatever. Um, Because I was trying to learn saxophone and be really good then. And he's a saxophonist. His name's Tavon Pinnacott. You can look him up on Instagram. He's really cool. Uh, he travels the world and stuff. But anyway, I'm very proud of him. That's why I said that. And I just remember him telling me that, and it meant a lot to me. And I could have taken it one way, like, oh, you suck at saxophone, which I kind of did, but I still played and tried my best. And um, Or I could look at it like, well, I'm not as good as saxophone, but I'm getting better on guitar and starting to learn bass, and maybe I should just go this route. And so it was, it was a cool, like, life-changing moment, if you will. And it got it was the first time I led worship, and I already knew that I wanted to be a worship leader. So it was just, it was just, anytime I had an opportunity to lead, I led mm-hmm. from there. Like it was, yeah. That and and big I think moment. that's the difference between when how you got into it and I got into it. You know, I fell into it literally. Like mm-hmm. you knew this is what you wanted to do, but growing up in the Bahamas. You know, especially when I was growing up, you know, you could probably count with two hands how much people had full time worship leading jobs. Mm. Like, like maybe, okay, there were probably a, a good number of part time guys, but like to say, hey, we're doing this full time, that was so rare to see. Um, right. And so <clears throat> the idea of working as a worship leader just was so foreign to me, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, so, so yeah, I just, anyway, I, I always think that's interesting how you knew. And for me, it was, hey, I want to go into ministry and what's, where is an area I can serve? Mm-hmm. And so that, that's, that's how I got into it. 
Yeah. And I, I believe I looked at it in a similar way of, I know what I want to do, but really, I guess I had like Jesus hindsight because it was like, like I, I, all I know to do right now is to just get involved anywhere I possibly can in music, if that makes sense. Um, because mm-hmm. that's what is going to lead me uh, to being able to be a worship leader one day. I just, I just, I don't know. It was like, and I'm sure I had maybe had mentors or something tell me this, but I, I just had this idea. Well, I'll just get involved and accept as many opportunities as I possibly can. And, uh, we'll see what happens. And I did. And, um, you know, that ultimately led me, you know, playing bass and then realizing I love the bass guitar and getting as good. Wait, so how did, how did leading worship cause you to start playing bass? Um, no, I'm talking about just opportunities to play and get get good at music because, Mm um, we had a need in our high school for a bass player, an electric bass player in the marching band. And I was Mm -hmm. like, yes, count me in. That's the only way I'm going to join the marching band because I don't got to march on the field. Um, And that's, yeah, because I don't, I didn't care to do that. Not that I thought it was lame or anything. Like I watched it and I loved it, but I just did not want to do that. So So you you were looking for ways, okay, how can I just grow in my craft? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, just be better. But but all all of it was to lead towards you being a worship leader. Yeah, I mean, I knew what I was going to end up doing, but mm-hmm. I guess I didn't let that stop. I didn't like take the path where I just was like, okay, I'm going to learn the acoustic guitar, or I'm going to mm. learn the piano and only sing. You know, like just me, and that's all I'm going to ever do. Like I, I just I fell in love with the bass. I fell in love with, you know, just that musicianship world, yeah, jazz, yeah, yeah. funk music, uh, just a hard rock. I was in a hard rock band. Mm-hmm. Um, and I screamed a little bit in that. So it's like, like I fell in love with like different things, but I always knew in the back of my mind, yeah, I'm, I'm going to eventually leave worship. So this will somehow give me a skill maybe to, to make me better. Yeah. Or just that, have something to talk about on a podcast. That's but. cool that you still gravitated towards other genres of music, just being a musician, a good musician, mm-hmm. um, and, I, and the reason why I say that is, man, there's so many uh, musicians nowadays that I think are worship leaders, but mm-hmm. they are horrible musicians. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. But no, and no it, you, it, you can see it in the church sometimes. And and I think, you know, there was a, I was talking about this with a friend and I'm not saying you need to be a great musician to be a worship leader. No, I mm-hmm. think you can be. I don't think you have to be a musician at all to be a great worship leader. I think you can be a great vocalist and be an incredible worship leader. Mm-hmm. But I think l- loving the art of music, I feel as though, is escaping a lot of worship leaders. Like, what a lot of worship leaders might love is, you know, the notoriety that comes with it. Or the there are other things that they may enjoy about yeah. being a worship leader. But... I sometimes wonder, like, do they love the musical aspect mm-hmm. of it, which is a huge, which is an essential part. And for me, I almost wonder, like, if it's no, because, like, we're so content with singing Glorious Day the same way we've been singing it since uh, it came out, like, 17 years ago. Not really. <laughs> but you you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, and I do. I, was talking, I really do. I, I was talking to a friend about it, and, you know, he was trying to encourage me. And, and you know, I look up, I really do look up to this guy. He said, um, 
But I, I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree. I wouldn't agree with what he said about this. But he said, you know, he kind of sees like worship music as just kind of the tool to help people worship rather than it being like a, a good art form. Hmm. And I think incredible worship leaders also understand like the art form of it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, those are my thoughts. But I'd, I I would agree with that for sure. And I know that there are times where even just doing, you know, a single run or like an entire band lick mm-hmm. is can be challenging in a local church, you know, especially of my size. But I and I do select the music carefully to where it's like I'm not going to overwhelm those people. Um, but I don't stop at a piece of music that that has something somewhat challenging. I don't go, oh, no, we can't do that or, or, or pass by that because mm-hmm. that's just going to make us better. And it just makes the music more interesting to listen to. Yeah, uh, We just did a song called Endless Praise, and there's in it, there are two like band run lick From kind who? of thing segments. Uh, Charity Gale. Okay. And she came to our church. <laughs> oh, yeah? That's awesome. Yeah. She, like a, couple weeks, a couple months ago. So, she, in this song, there are, there are two band run licks, or whatever you know, like the full band does it, except for like the acoustic mm-hmm. guitar, and um, and everybody has a slightly different part. It doesn't matter, and but it sounds great together, and it happens twice in the music, and it's very like present and like you know when the thing's coming, but yet you know you still have to like all right, all right, here it comes. Here it comes, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm in the top back. All right, here it comes, and then you know, the track kind of leads us into it. But it, man, it, when you nail it, and it's a, like a Sunday morning church band, and most of them are white, and you nail something like that, like <laughs> it feels so good. And like people are like, "Oh snap!" Like that mm-hmm. was different. Like they, you get a different response, maybe even after the fact, from other musicians or from people that just genuinely like music. Like that was great, good song. Yeah, because you're not you're not willing to sacrifice, you know, and just go dun 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 or whatever. Like you can actually, I can't even remember the run now, but it's it's cool. You know, it just makes it more interesting and more fun to play and challenging, and then that leads you to even harder songs, and then eventually you're playing song. Like if you're like me, I I would rather play songs that are much more like through compose or much more difficult especially as like a musician or bass player because I enjoy that kind of music better, you know, gospel music is Yeah, so let me let me that. ask you this. What 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 but, would you say to somebody that says, well, you know, like my like my friend, the guy who I, I deeply respect, you know, he will say like, well, church music isn't for that. Like it's for helping people engage with God and it should be as simple as possible so that guitar players and keyboard players and anyone can just play the music. Yeah. And you know what what would you say i totally respect that statement but i but i would say like if i'm talking to him face to face um i would say i i totally get what you're saying and i would probably try to learn like what church you go to and this and that and just say well there are plenty of churches that value you know music as just a tool especially if you live in the south there's a church on every street corner so I'm sure you can find something, you know, that's going to lean mm-hmm. toward that. And uh, but what what you won't find is that your mu- your musicians you will, 
let me rephrase that. What you won't find is growing musicians in those kinds of settings. And because they comp- they become complacent or that that kind of setting attracts people that are just like, I just want to you know play and never learn anything new ever again. Um, and I'm not, I'm not really about that. Like we've had plenty of people like that here. Um, but those are typically the people that kind of end up moving out because I really do try to challenge our people. Now, not all the songs are like that. Not all the songs are hard at all by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, we play a lot of very easy songs and it lends to, you know, just being like, you know, a, a tool to kind of use for people to worship. But yeah, yeah. like, just like he's saying, but I, yeah, I definitely don't shy away from harder songs just because I, I can't track it or I can't write out a chord chart for it or I don't know. I, I don't want to call somebody like that lazy. I just, I just wouldn't be afraid of it. I would accept the challenge, maybe try one a month that has something different in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's challenging to your, to you and your people. Like that was challenging. I mean, it, it, it's not hard. Like when you listen to the song endless praise, it's just the run at the end of the, the chorus after the bridge. And then again, later in the song, it's not hard to play at all. But as I'm singing, as I'm leading, uh, or as a, you know, for our brand new guitarist, like I went over to the guitar. I'm not just trying to blow up my head here, but I went over to the guitar and I was like, this is what he's doing. Never played. I've never played this on guitar before. And I went, and I played exactly what it was. And I was like, you can learn that. Like, I didn't do it in a way. Like, he, mm-hmm. this guy I have a relationship with, like, he wants me to show him. Some people, I have left my band because I've done that. But, but he's like, no, here, I want, please show me how to do it. Like, he's dying for me to do it. So mm-hmm. I showed him and maybe the Holy Spirit just played straight through me on that, but I just, I played it. It was pretty simple. And he's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And he kind of, you know, took a couple times and he learned it. And those are moments that I really enjoy because you're seeing somebody get better. And then the next time we have something similar, mm-hmm. he's just, he's going to be, maybe even be able to hear it out for himself and, you know, play it. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I love that kind of stuff. So I would just say, hey, try it. And, you know, maybe, maybe you're coming into something new that you've never, never experienced before. Yeah. Um, you, but you I, know, I wouldn't I, hate on the person though that says that. Oh, no, no, no. Like I tell you, man, the guy who told me this, I deeply respect, you know, mm-hmm. and he used to be a worship leader and I, I, I've heard him play acoustic in many. I think he's more than solid. Mm-hmm. He, he wouldn't say that about himself, but you know, he knows a lot more than the average, like guy that plays acoustic. Mm-hmm. So I think he's more of a musician than he realized, but you know, um, Anyway, the, the I guess there's a couple of reasons why I bring that up is because, you know, lately I've just been incredibly like there are times when I'm like excited to lead worship, you know, mm-hmm. um, incited to engage with the people, help them reflect on who God is and respond to that. Um, and, and as much as I can be excited about that portion of it, sometimes I don't find myself excited about the music, musical mm-hmm. aspect. Right. Like, are we really gonna sing this song again? Oh my goodness! Like, think well. Hey, here we go. Mm-hmm. And so I think music serves as a tool to inspire, mm-hmm. right, and move you towards a place of responding to the glory of God. And and if it's not doing that, then how do you find ways of, I think, inspiring you 
And then I think when you're excited as a person, as a leader, like that excitement can carry over to your people. Mm-hmm. And so it's just been something I've been thinking about. And also something else you said about raising up the challenge for your team. Um, man, I said, um, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not supposed to say, um, but oh well. <laughs> so your raising editor up, will edit it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Th- thank you very much, Chad. So raising up the challenge for you, I probably raising won't. up raising up the challenge for your team. So I noticed that in teams where I have diff- more difficult music and the music is more challenging, well, guess what? Those teams are a lot tighter in terms of their relationship with one another. Like they don't want to break apart. They feel honestly more connected to the church. When I left my church in California and we really formed a tight team. I mean, obviously our team was always open to anyone that came on, Mm -hmm. but when you came on, you felt like you were working towards something of value every week. And I think we obviously we're working towards like leading God's people. I am not discrediting that, but we're also musicians at the same time. And we're working towards like music that we've, that we find inspiring. And I, I honestly felt, feel as though that makes my teams uh, tighter. Like they, they're closer together because, because it feels like they can't do it without the other people on the team, you know? Mm -hmm. And so not just, and and that's happened everywhere I've been. I think like you just feel this sense of man, like we're, we're accomplishing something of value here. So that's just some stuff, just some stuff I've been thinking on. Cause you know, I, I really been, like I said, I'm on my 10th year and for you, we talked about this the other day. You're kind of like, man, I'm good to go. Like I could do another 40. And for me, I'm like, well, you know, huh? (laughs) I don't know about 40, but yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is cool. But, uh, like, am I going to do something else at, at any point in time? Like, can I, I don't know if I can do this for 10 more years, you know, but I think it's because it's just a, it's not a, there's just a sense of like returning to the thing I love most, which was creating, making good music Mm -hmm. that inspired people to honor God. And I think the good musical part of that has just kind of, you know, disappeared for a little bit. So, yeah, that's true. It it can, because, uh, just because the way CCM's written, it just, I don't know. That's why. I, that's one thing I like about Charity Gale is that she she embraces several different styles of of music in her worship music. Dude, some uh, some I I will say, at a point of you know feeling encouraged, when I think about groups like for uh, We the Kingdom, mm-hmm. they get me excited. Like mm-hmm. I really like their music. You know, it it just has a certain like flavor and touch that's yeah. unique. Uh, unique in 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 this space that we're in and another group is um kane mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about they sing this song i'm so blessed hallelujah i'm blessed mm-hmm. like i feel like that's a pretty solid song you know like i i love it so Every day i wouldn't say good day so let me yeah, tell you yeah 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 so there, there's there is music out there that inspires me definitely mm-hmm. um but just they're a little from they're more. a little more country they like lean more toward the countryside of things, but there's I I really respect them now. I I, I don't remember the first song I heard from them, but I was like oh, just another radio 
Christian song, you know? <laughs> and then and then I heard something else of them. I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. And then I watched the interview with them and, you know, just kind of, I didn't really get to know them personally, but I got to know them, who they are and their story and this and that. I'm like, mm-hmm. dang, he's a good singer. Oh, snap. She's a good singer. <laughs> you know, and just like, wow, they're really good. They know what they're doing. But, yeah, 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 yeah. They really are talented and mm-hmm. they bring a, you know, I think they bring themselves <laughs> to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes them pretty cool. Like, have you seen them, the way they dress? Mm-hmm. Like it's them, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're not in skinny jeans and and a and a, and a they yeah they and a jacket yeah they're pretty out there. In, yeah, in yeah, this ex- space. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. But they but they're them, and I, and I and I think that's pretty cool. I think I've been gravitating to a lot of people who I feel like are themselves and aren't a mm-hmm. copycat of somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, so. that's why I liked Maverick City back when they started. Um, like really pushing out a lot mm-hmm. uh, for the first time, like in what was it early 2019 or so, when they basically when they emerged. I don't want to say when they started because they all started long before that, like us. But when they emerged, I was like, man, they they are not trying to be everybody else. Mm-hmm. I'd say what's so funny about Maverick City is many people would say, oh man, like they're the sound of gospel. But mm-hmm. I remember when. Like if you pl- if if that certain sound w- was considered like okay well that's clearly CCM right mm-hmm. like but now I mean people sing everybody everybody's singing them like and it's mm-hmm. it's it's labeled as gospel music you know what I mean yeah I, Even, I don't really think that it's gospel music I mean it is but it isn't at the same time yeah exactly it's yeah it's, I just like uh, it's not the gospel that I grew up listening to like yeah and it's exactly. probably similar for you too it's like uh, it's not quite gospel music but it's yeah yeah but gospel and, and musicians playing CCM and it ends up like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah sort of so, kind of right it's like yeah, yeah. what what are they but I think that's what makes them cool is that's them and I don't mm-hmm. think they see to be nah. like you're saying like they're not trying to be gospel neither they're trying to be ccm they're just trying to be themselves mm-hmm. and you know in this new season for myself i'm asking myself like okay what is david as a worship leader you know mm-hmm. like rather than who the people i've imi- tried to emulate for so long probably yeah um that's another question i'm asking always yeah. asking myself questions but I mean, I'm kind of doing the same thing with, like, who am I as a worship leader, not even on stage. Like, who am I as a worship leader leading my team? Mm. Am I the cool guy or am I the guy that challenges them spiritually? Am I the the best friend or am I a father figure? Like, I don't know. So I'm just, I'm learning who I am, especially for different people. And I tell you what's actually making more... uh, What's actually taking us further right now is me being a spiritual leader rather than just mm-hmm. trying to be a best friend Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, with the team and also holding them accountable to, you know, the music and uh, the lifestyle and the being on time and <laughs> all the things, you know, just trying to, you know, raise them up because a lot of my people are young and um, they need somebody to 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 be that. But a lot of the ones that were young are now, you know, kind of in their mid-20s, and I have to still stay weird? on them as well, yeah. Is that weird? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm still young. I'm in my mid. <laughs> what Dude. is that word? It starts with the... We, 
T H. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Never mind. Dude, it, it <laughs> freaks me out that like when we started this, I was in my early twenties, twenty, twenty two, and now I'm thirty two. Like. <clears throat> I'm mm-hmm. in my thirties. And when we say like a young person and then we say, Oh yeah, they're, yeah. They're, oh, they're a young person. Like they're a teenager. No, they're 20 something. Mm-hmm. Oh man. That means I'm not 20 something. Like it's just strange. It's just mm-hmm. really strange. Yeah. You're not, but, you're definitely not, man. <laughs> <I'm> yeah. Just <laughs> it's just, I haven't just been strange. for a while. Yeah. But you know what, I, what is strange. This is so off subject is like, wanting so i'm still technically i this is my last year to be a young adult as far as for our church young adult age college and career (laughs) and the past three or four (laughs) events the reason why i can't go or be a part of it is because of kids and i'm like i guess that means i'm not a young adult anymore if i can't just pick up and go wherever they're going to do whatever the young adults are doing because i'm like all right well that's fine. You know what? That's fine. Because I don't want to go to a party that starts at eight thirty at night. I got yeah. kids, man. <laughs> like I, I was like, dang, eight thirty? Really? You are starting at eight? That we couldn't start this at like five <laughs> thirty? Yeah. Oh man, that, it's funny. I I, I have fun with it though. That's exactly how I feel. I actually had to drop. I didn't say drop, but you know, I don't get to play with them as much. Mm-hmm. One of the bands I was in when my boys were born because that was it. Like, I enjoyed playing with them. Um, we were, I mean, it's not like we weren't making money or something like that, but okay, like, I have this responsibility mm-hmm. that I can't neglect. And that, that just comes with the territory. And so it does. it's interesting, you know. I, okay, I have a question for you. Yeah. What's something you would tell worship leader Chad? When he was that first time. You, you know I have this on the list for podcast, right? Oh, I don't know. I have the, this exact question is on the list to do a well, podcast. Well, about. I'm asking now. So. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making sure you know. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, I honestly haven't really thought a lot about it, but I would say, let's see. What's the first thing? What's the thing? Just what comes to my head? I think what comes to my head first, the word kindness came to my head Mm -hmm. and if i'm talking to the brand new worship leader that is chad buckland starting at hastings baptist like as the guy that started his career as a worship leader not the one before that working with the team this and i would say hold on stop is this church still called hastings baptist church yeah okay yeah just curious um i think so i don't know I'm pretty sure they do. They are. Uh, I would say kindness. Like that will that will change hearts and take you further than all the other stuff you're worried about. Because I, I it wasn't like I was mean to people. Like people loved me there, but there I just it really would have helped here as well when I started here because I did have an expectation that some of these musicians were better than they put on like the mm-hmm. week later when I actually did start. <laughs> um, I just, I, I, I was kind to a certain extent, but there, there were times where I just got fed up and I'm uh, just fed up with people. Um, 
but I would just I would just challenge myself just even go even further than you thought you needed to as far as kindness. Um, yeah, I'd probably say that. That would be the first okay. thing I would tell him. Like just chill. Cool. Um, and then probably the second thing is you got to put in a lot more work than you think, I guess. Like if you, if you're trying to achieve something, you got to put in probably double, triple the amount of work to actually achieve that thing than, than you think it takes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause there were times, one. there were times where I thought, that the the amount of work I was putting into a particular thing was was enough, but then it didn't result in what I really wanted it to be. So, I would say just yeah, work hard and and then but also use the time when you're younger without kids to like try different things and you know yeah get to know people and hang out with them in the evenings or whenever you know like like just build relationships and work on that but also you know build a relationship if you're married with your wife or husband mm -hmm. because that's so important and i believe i did that i just i feel like we could have spent a lot more time like elsewhere and like with people and getting to know people and stuff like that without kids but that's okay i would say we yeah. did okay but i i could have did more of that too yeah so yeah, yeah. I, that's probably where i would start and then I would have a lot to say as far as, you know, you're not going to have everything you want within a year, within two years, within three years. So just work hard and, and continue to build. And thankfully we had YouTubers and other stuff in, in front of us to be able to see that pan out. Like, you know, they didn't have, they used a little tiny camera first and then they mm -hmm. built into, you know, eventually they had all the things that they dreamed of having you know as a youtuber or musician or something so just the constant reminder like you're not going to have everything you want and not everybody has the same opportunity so don't be jealous of that guy over there yeah that took a year out of my life being jealous really yeah it took a whole year to get over like my church's 150 and his churches i don't even know 20,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was a lot. I guess I guess I did experience seasons of jealousy thinking I'm, you know, I'm at least I think I'm as talented as that person. Mm -hmm. Why are they afforded more opportunities than me? Well, um, God knows I, they can I, handle it and he knows what kind of work they really put in behind the scenes. You know, that's absolutely true. That's and absolutely true. I I think what you're absolutely right, that God knows what they can handle. And I think certainly if I had gone down a certain path, maybe mm -hmm. musically, you know, it's possible I couldn't be serving Jesus now. Mm -hmm. um, it's possible, like, I, I might not have been faithful to my wife if I went on the road. Like, going on the road was a like that's what I wanted to do. I didn't want to be a worship leader. I wanted to be a musician and then mm -hmm. ultimately write film scores, you know? Mm -hmm. Um and so I, one thing I tell myself is enjoy the journey. Mm -hmm. You're not going to like you talk about, you know, you 
don't overestimate what you think you're going to accomplish this year. Like what I'd say to myself is, yeah, think that, think, hey, just chill out, relax, <laughs> pace yourself. Like, and that was something, uh, a young youth pastor when I went to California, he, he came by the church and he's like, Hey man, I heard, you know, you're a youth pastor in town and just wanted to meet up with you. And, and one of our times in meeting up, he's like, Hey man, pace yourself. Like, mm -hmm. like we're trying to do this for the long haul. And obviously he was an older, older dude, not like heck older, but he was way older than me at the time. And so that's, that'd be something I tell myself is pay, pace myself. That's good uh, advice. And, uh, yeah, don't feel like I have to accomplish it all now. Mm -hmm. You know, I think when I was younger, I was trying to do too much. I still think I'm trying to do too much, but <laughs> at least what I'm doing is a bit more focused mm -hmm. than when I was young and just trying to figure out stuff. And one thing you said, like trap, like what can you do before you have kids? Man, that I love my kids. I, God knows I wouldn't take I wouldn't trade one day within this world for like not to have them you know mm -hmm. like they're amazing but i think life before kids i didn't take advantage of some of the opportunities available to me mm -hmm. and one of those was the opportunity to to like travel and go to europe and stuff like that like when those chances were there i kind of like oh i'll do it later you know i'm into this mm -hmm. thing right now and that, that that was one regret so mm -hmm. um i probably also would skip my masters and go straight to seminary like the first mm. masters I got. Okay. But anyway, it is. What yeah, it is. that's, that's great advice. That's great advice. Yeah. Cause I think we can tell ourselves those things right now because you know, we are, I was thinking about this the other day or yet actually this morning I was thinking about 10 years from now, I'm going to be 45 and then 20 years after that, I'm going to be 65. Hmm. I haven't even been doing what I'm doing now for, ten, well, I've been doing it 12 years now. I've been at my church for nine. So I'm like, I got a lot of life to live. You know, as long as God keeps me on this earth, you know, if I mm -hmm. die before then, I, whatever. But like, that's a lot of life to live, man. And so, yeah, pacing yourself, like, that's totally fine because if you're supposed to go somewhere else or do something else, I mean, I fully believe as long as we are in a relationship with Jesus and we're in the will of God, like yeah. it's going to be what he wants for us mm -hmm. and what he's playing. Like, and we're going to be fine. Yeah. Like I Dude, love that. What, yeah. What's weird is we're not kids anymore. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, this is almost like, Worship leader hangout, a reflection after 10 years, because that's, that's literally what it is. Technically, it would happen in March, but that's what it is. Kind of like our journey as worship leaders from the first time to mm -hmm. looking back. Um, but yeah, it's weird to think like, yeah, we're not kids. Mm -hmm. Like, and I, I still think like, you know, when you're young and you're 20, you're still a kid. Like, you know? Yeah. I even felt and, that too then. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But now I can't, I don't feel that no more. Like, yeah. It's strange. Realize no. like, we're, mm -hmm. yeah, we're young men thinking about like, okay, the future, you know, mm -hmm. trying to be a little bit more wiser, more godlier. Mm -hmm. uh, 
how do we lead better those type of things mm-hmm. so yeah so yeah man i Dude, and so yeah you gave me advice today and i i'm gonna take that for the next 10 and then of course after that but i was just like wow that is so good pace yourself just don't don't try to do it all tomorrow mm-hmm. you know like what just came to my head i can't say but like go home enjoy your family enjoy your life <laughs> And just wait, and then when you can have the opportunity to take the kids somewhere to for daycare and you can work, like work hard. Mm-hmm. But then when you're home, you're home. Like I or when they go to sleep and you have if you have some energy, work on something, whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. like I just yeah, that means that means a lot. Like when you're Dude, home, you're home. Y- you know what else? Now I would tell myself this, but it's something I learn. Some things you just have to learn, like. People can talk to you all you want. Like, you're not going <laughs> to learn it until you experience the negative aspects of, of mm-hmm. not doing something. And it is just the value of discipline. And, mm-hmm. you know, waking up at the same time every day and having exercising every whatever days you exercise and making a decision about food that you eat and your Mm -hmm. finances like those things i would tell david david handle this now Mm -hmm. because it's it's you're gonna reap the benefits later whatever you decide to do Mm -hmm. so if and i i started putting in some of these practices earlier on in my worship leading journey wasn't Mm -hmm. always great at it but i think now I get to reap the benefits. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like financial decisions that me and Brooke made and you made. Like, goodness gracious, dude. I remember when you got out of debt. Like, mm-hmm. that was a, a choice you guys made from early on before y'all had kids. Mm-hmm. And how old is your oldest daughter? Seven. Goodness gracious. <laughs> so, like. Well, she's yeah, about man. to be eight in yeah. a few weeks. So, yeah, that's crazy. So, just. That thing I would I would tell David to mm-hmm. grab a hold of discipline as much as you can. Yeah, yeah. There's value in it. I feel like I struggle with that sometimes, but we've uh, we've done pretty good over the last ten years, is especially with our finances. And yeah, I mean we you know get behind. I use an app called Every Dollar. I get behind on that sometimes, and um, whatever you know. But we still budget every month, and and yeah. God still provides. We're not actually, we've had a low year this year, but, you know, God's still providing and we have food on the table and that's what mm-hmm. matters right now. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot of new, uh, exciting hope, hopes. Let me just say it that way. A lot of hopes uh, coming next year. Um, so I'm excited for where this channel could go. Um is it definite? No, not at all. Uh, but there, there are definitely hopes, and um, I'm working with a, a, a new brand. I'm not going to say their name because we haven't done Jack yet. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> and once we start, that's when I'll say their name and I'll be excited about it. Um, but I am still working with Church Motion Graphics, and that is who is sponsoring this uh, podcast today, by the way. Um, so I'm excited about that. So thank you, Church Motion Graphics. Go check them out. We have a link below. You can, uh, yeah, go sign up and get a little bit of money off. And if uh, they may carry over their Christmas sale. So if this is after Christmas that you're watching this, check. You might get like uh, 50% off or something. Like that. I don't remember. Anyway, um, Dave, and I'm going to end it right here. I appreciate your time. 
thank you for being I can talk to you all night so but I it's like what 504 and I got to go home mm-hmm. 404 yeah, yeah. your time but exactly <laughs> yeah man. yeah I got to figure out what happened to these videos that I recorded and yeah, if good. the audio was saved automatically because I, I hope cry. so and now I is really that for so. is that for your channel or for worship leader hangout they were all for mine and I was going I'm to so sorry that sucks <laughs> Dang. yeah it was four oh, videos well that. what I do is I try to man I haven't shot in weeks Brooke had COVID mm. then then a couple weeks later she had the flu I was working a lot like literally 12 hours a day so I hadn't shot in a while so Mm-hmm. So I, what I do is I, you know, I shoot one week, I'll shoot for like my channel. Then the next week I'll shoot two for worship leader hangout. But yeah, that when you move oh, too. Man. So yeah. And there, that's why there hadn't been a lot of your videos on the channel lately. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So that's all good. Trying to, anyway, trying to get my life back together. It will though. Things are better. Things are always. Hey, if anybody is still watching this, like we are humans too you know like, <laughs> like you can relate to us so that's why you yeah, su- yeah, yeah. should subscribe and just follow Dude, this with us. i saw you did uh channel memberships <laughs> i turned it on just to see how to do it and then i just left it <laughs> yeah i saw you had, like, but nobody nobody i have not i've not said one word about it because we, i don't have any like benefits yet like i do but i, I i'm I not there I yet don't, i i think you know, you've been watching Worship Leader Hangout for a while. Look, hey, two, it, it's it, two dollars or two ninety nine for the base level, and that's really just to show some love each month. That I mean, that's yeah, really yeah, what yeah. it is. Th- that literally helps us to like mm-hmm. keep going. It's also an, yep. an encouragement. Like, and yep. believe it or not, there are other people that it takes to run these things, and yep. you know, they don't do it out of the goodness and kindness of their heart, right? They don't. Like, yeah. They, so. they want they want that money. Well, I'm actually yeah. <laughs> um, I'm actually trying out somebody for editing. So for the people that did listen to this, like you're here in the inside scoop. Like that's what I'm saying. There's lots of hopes for next year. Uh, well, this year, mm-hmm. but also you know next year. Um, so I'm excited about that. And you'll start hopefully start to see more uh, regular on schedule content. <laughs> can't even say it. Uh, you'll hopefully start to see some regular on-schedule content. Um, it just makes me laugh because that is like the last thing I am right now with Worship Leader Hangout is regular and on-schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, but, I have periods where I'm like, I am, I'm doing well, but the moment, mm-hmm. you know, church always takes priority in my it life. It does. So. It has to if you're full-time, especially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like once we hit like a really busy season, there's, you know, I only sh- I only do stuff for our, both of the channels on Fridays. Yeah. So there's no way I can get to it once I have to give up a Friday for church, which I, I never mind. I, I'm always glad to be there. Mm-hmm. But that just seems to have been the case for the past couple, honestly, past couple months. So Yeah. Um, hey, it is what it is, man. It I is mean, what we, it is. We got to do what we got to do. We're worship yeah, leaders. Yeah. We're, we work for a church. And yeah. yeah. And that's okay. All right, bro. But I yeah, mean, man. Hey, thank you guys so much for watching this video. If you uh, haven't subscribed yet, please do that. Please like the the video. And if you want to listen to our podcast, we're on Spotify and Apple and Google. And if we're somewhere else, I, I could care less. But we might be there too. So thank you guys so much for watching. And remember, great worship leaders are always learning.